We're back in the performance studio for another session. I'm Alicia Sweeney. My guest today, Dessa, is known for being one of the members of the Doomtree Hip Hop Collective out of Minneapolis, but she's also a solo artist, adding experimental pop songs, tunes in which her mother, as per her TED Talk, calls her style of love songs so sad. Chime is her latest solo album out in 2018, and later that year she also put out a memoir, My Own Devices. Welcome back, Dessa. Thanks for having me. You can catch Dessa tonight at Levitt Pavilion. Last time you were here, Chime had just come out and we did a guest DJ, but today you're going to perform. What are you going to start off with? Yes, uh, I'm here with my full band, and we're playing first the song Good Grief. Got snow in my pocket, went down again head first. Lays drill bits in my point shoes, spilling through the hardwood to pay dirt. Night falls, day breaks, time. It's a funny kind of violence, and I'm trying to keep in mind it can't leave you the way it finds you. Good grief, I've heard people say, what a phrase, what a state to be in, but I don't know where they go to get, get that feeling. My knees stay clean, not much for praying. I do my own stunts and my own saving, but there's something I miss, something I've been missing.
from Dessa. You are listening to Indie 1023 from our performance studio. I find that song to be such an anthem, Dessa. What do you particularly mm. like about performing this one to mm. connect with the audience? Well, that's interesting. I mean, in some ways, it feels like the, the features of a song that make it fun to write are different than the features that make it fun to record mm -hmm. and different still than the ones that make it fun to perform live, you know? So some are really a lot more challenging than others, but... Anytime I'm singing with my bandmates and we can really nail the harmonies, that for me is always like a sweet spot as a performer and as a music listener. You know, I yeah. love I love vocal harmonies. And then this is a tune that's been out long enough and and we, we released it as a single. So it always feels really good when people, you know, rap or sing along. I mean, that's like the ultimate high praise, right? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. And good grief. Like, I love that concept so much. Thanks. Yeah, this is this is a song that definitely started around kind of the investigation of, of that phrase. Like, what a weird phrase. You know, like, good grief. That's like the ideal bone fracture. Like, it just, it, what is good grief? Why would it be good? You know? And... And in writing this tune, I remember thinking, maybe it's just in retrospect that we often cast, like, pain as, as curative. Will you introduce your band for us today? So uh, we're a four-piece today. And on drums, we've got Jonathan Marks. On keys and on vocals, it's Matthew Santos. And on keys, guitar and vocals, it's Sam Hagshinus. We're so glad to have you guys here. And you mentioned Chime has been out for over a year now, and it's an album about love and a breakup, which is something that resonates with so many people. But your approach to writing the record, you did so scientifically. If I remember last time we talked, you said you worked with a neuroscientist to train the love muscle in your brain not to be in love. I'd written a lot of, like, torch songs, yeah. you know, so a lot of heartbreak songs already. And most of them were about the same dude. <laughs> and so I was ready to try to not love this dude anymore, you know, and I had tried all the normal ways, like moved you know, across country, packed up and went. Whiskey made new friends, picked up new hobbies, worked a bunch, and none of it was working. So, yeah, I partnered with a team of scientists to see if it might be possible to use something called neurofeedback to try to essentially reduce the, the fixation, you know, that I was demonstrating with this dude. And has it mm. has it helped or has it taken it all away? Is that too mm. much to ask? I mean, so, you know, like the movie um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's not that, right? Uh -huh. It's not like I'm it's not like I'm excising memories or anything. It was more like like if you're trying to be fit and flexible, how you'd go to yoga, you know, that, at least that was how the one of the scientists that I work with described it to me. I would say it's helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't feel like it's been a silver bullet, but I don't feel so nuts. Either that or it's a placebo effect or because I'm talking about my love life, it's forced <laughs> talk therapy. But Right. Yeah. You've toured all over, including Asia and Europe, for this Chime record. You've done shows at the Minnesota Orchestra, and you have these so deeply personal songs uh, that you perform night after night. Mm. Have they taken on a life of their own, do you find? Now at Ooh, this point? Like, what do you mean? Like, when you sing it, do you oh. feel like the same girl you were when you wrote them? Oh, that's interesting. Huh. So I was talking to Matthew, uh, one of the members of my band, about... I was trying to figure out if the band was really annoyed that I keep rearranging tunes, even though we've got, like, a song structure that holds water, that floats, that sounds nice. You know, I'm sometimes tempted to go back in and say, what if we change it on guitar? And I think it's because I want it to feel new. Mm -hmm. You know, and I want to find a way musically to connect with it freshly so that it doesn't feel rote. 
ever. So yeah, I think I am still still moved by the old stuff. Most of it anyway. There's a couple of songs that I probably cut from the set that's like, that was not that tight. <laughs> ah, on November 8th, you're putting out a new album recorded live with Minnesota Orchestra on Doomtree Records, and it's called Sound the Bells. What do you like about this collaboration with the orchestra? Oh man, I mean... What a way to make music, you know, like to call 75 of your closest friends, you know, and get together and, and make a sound organically. I mean, working with, an, working with the Minnesota Orchestra has been, I would say, a, like a serious career highlight for me. And you're taking this show essentially on the road or you're performing in Wales, with BBC Orchestra? Man, I'm so stoked. So we, you know, I've performed with the Minnesota Orchestra six times. We recorded the last record, excuse me, the last show to put out as this record, Sound the Bells. And then I'm going to be making my first appearance with a European orchestra. Yeah, in Cardiff for the BBC National Orchestra of Wales. Well, let's have you perform a couple more songs in the studio. What's next? This is a song called Grade School Games. Sex, pain, those are just grade school games Nothing major, nothing ages Nothing changes but the names and dates Fear, pride, faith, shame Those are just grade school games Nothing major, nothing ages It's nothing stranger than the
pain Those are just grade school games Nothing major, nothing ages Nothing changes but the names and days Hey, it's Dessa of Doomtree Records And this next song is called Good For You in the performance studio you are listening to indie 1023 that's the song good for you that's a new one 
That is, yeah. Actually, Sam, um, who's in my band, produced that track. And I'd, I'd heard the beat running, and I was like, what is that? I just thought it was so catchy. So, he, yeah, he let me write to it. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I want to talk about your book a little bit, My Own Devices, True Stories from the Road on Music, Science, and Senseless Love. So it's going on a year since this has come out. The audio version of it was just released. Did you find a personal release in putting mm-hmm. this out there? Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, as you mentioned, the, the hardcover came out a year ago. The paperback just hit. I think when it first came out, I don't know if it was as much of a like cathartic feeling as it was fear. Yeah. Just because it's a really personal book. And, you know, just I kind of had that moment where you can't take it back now. You know, it's like after you hit send on a really on a really personal email and you're like, well, that's out there now. <laughs> and you, you know, you pour yourself another whiskey or you run around the block. So what's it like having an ice cream flavor named after you? OK, that's just rad. Yeah. No fear. No panic. No catharsis. <laughs> it's just awesome. I, uh <laughs> You're so well-researched. I got to work with a group in Minneapolis called Izzy's, and they do such cool stuff. So they asked if I wanted to do a flavor collaboration, and then they really let me, like, into the kitchen. Like, I got to mix little tiny cups, you know, and add a little bit of cardamom and a little bit of salt, and we did, like, five iterations until we landed at Dessa's Night Drive, which is the ice cream that launched a few days ago. Mm -hmm. And this is your second collaboration with them. It is, No big deal. (laughs) Very big deal. (laughs) I have a sweet tooth, so... So, okay, so what's all in the ice cream? There's the house blend cold brew. Wow, you really know what's going on. Yes. It's because I love ice cream also. Do you? Yeah. Do you? 100%. Do you like stuff, do you like ice cream that has crunchies in it? I don't know. Yeah. Do you I like can... mix-ins? Uh-huh. I oh, I too. totally do. See, that was, that, I was highly motivated then. I wanted to have some sort of ice cream base that would pair well, right, mm-hmm. with crunchiness. So we did a cold brew base, and I like cardamom. So we did a little bit of cardamom as well. And then it's toffee and like a salted espresso chips. And it's pretty good, man. That's yeah. right up my alley. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so what's cooler, mm. creating an ice cream or working with Lin-Manuel Miranda? <laughs> uh, Lin's hard to beat, man. <laughs> I want an artist. Yeah, Yeah, you got to, mm-hmm. co- he asked you to work on a song with him uh, for Puerto Rico Relief, yeah? He did, yeah. We'd, um, you know, he'd, he'd invited me to contribute to the Hamilton mixtape. And then when, when he was working on the song for for the Puerto Rican effort to help fundraise to recover from Hurricane Maria, he got a bunch of artists together with Latin roots. And, you know, we all were able to spit like two or four bars. It was pretty incredible. Yeah. That's a pretty rad roster that you're on. Some of the other artists oh, that my, are featured on it. The Puerto Rican side of my family flipped out. It was like... Uh, yeah, like my phone was like a casino with all the <laughs> notifications. The, the aunts were into it. So. That little Dessa has street cred now. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, what do you hope is the message of your music? What do you hope people take away from what you do? Mm. I mean, I don't know if it sounds like I'm dodging, but in some way, in some way, I have just sort of trusted that if you tell the truth, it will resonate. It will find its own, you know? And so I don't presuppose to prescribe uh, a takeaway, I, I think, for most songs, because I, I think of the way that I've engaged with art. I don't know. I don't know if maybe the author or the songwriter and I would have prioritized absolutely every message equally, but I think true stories make their own trajectories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the things that I, I'll say this though, that I feel most flattered after performing, if I have the opportunity to chat with attendees at a concert, like, Anytime somebody says, man, I was scared to do a thing, and it was nice to be able to listen to a song 
to help me be brave to do the thing. You know, whether that's like applying to grad school or running a 5K or leaving a person who's mistreating you. That has meant a lot, like a lot to me. You're going to do a final song for us, and this one's a mashup. Yeah, this is a mashup of two songs, uh, one from Parts of Speech called Warsaw, and then a new one from Chime called Velodrome. And we just sort of smashed them together and liked the way it turned out. Well, let's hear it now. It's Dessa in the CPR Performance Studio. performance studio performing the songs Warsaw and Velodrome together, otherwise known as Wardrome. It's been cool to have you here today. Dessa's album Chime is out now, as is her memoir, My Own Devices. Her recordings with the Minnesota Orchestra called Sound the Bells comes out November 8th on Doomtree Records. You can catch her tonight at Levitt Pavilion. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. You guys are always such great hosts.